the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We're mastering the marketplace in the name of Christ. Next, on Times of Refreshing. With everything, there is a right way and a wrong way to go about doing things. There are those out there who would tell you that the ends will justify the means. And so you do whatever it takes to master the marketplace. Yet Jesus calls us to a different standard as believers in Christ. And that's what we're looking at once again today. Hi there. Welcome. This is Times of Refreshing, the ministry of the well, a Christian community here in Livermore, California. Our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman, returns us once again to this one thought that we are to master the marketplace, but to do so in a way that glorifies God. Here's Pastor Napoleon. A lot of times people don't realize that that how much scrutiny that you're under, not just from a, a fan's perspective, but your coaches every day after practice are analyzing what you're doing. And... And being under that, I didn't always take it well. But I can remember when I was one time I, I got fed up and, and I was in my prayer closet. And I was telling the Lord how much I was mad at my coaches because they, they owe me, Lord. And, 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 and they and they tripping. And Lord, get them out. And I can remember the Lord telling me, you're being prideful. That wasn't the Lord. That must not have been the Lord. (laughs) But I can remember the Lord telling me, no, no, the problem isn't them. The problem is you. And I remember going back to my coach the next day. I got up. I read that. I I received it. I said, Lord, you're right. Changed my heart, and I prayed, and I was praying and asking God to deliver me and everything else. And I went to my coach the the next day, and I said, hey, Coach Skip, Coach Skip Pete. I said, Coach Skip, man, you know, I just want to. Man, I just want to ask you to forgive me, bro. And he was like, what's, what's up? What, what happened? I said, man, because I'm not taking your correction uh, with the plays and stuff right. And, you know, I was praying. I told him what happened. I said, I was praying, and the Lord told me I was wrong. He was like, what? I said, I said yeah, man. I, I said, I want to just ask if you'll forgive me, man, because I haven't been doing what I'm supposed to be doing and listening right. And you know what? I'm going to change right now, and I just, please forgive me, bro. And to this day... Skip is one of my, you know, one of my buddies. I love him when I see him come to town when he's with these other teams now. And, I, and, and, he, and he shares this stuff. You never know how your act of obedience is going to impact somebody else. And, and, then, and then learn that it's not always your boss. It's not always your employer. It's not, and they may be doing something wrong. But are we doing what we're doing as unto the Lord and are we being honest with ourselves when in some cases we just don't like people to correct us? How can God promote you? How can God open a new door? How can God bless you? 
How can God pour more blessings down on your life? And how can God, if we don't take the simple step of just being obedient, if your employer says, hey, I don't need you here at nine o'clock, I done left, I done lost my church now. (laughs) I done lost my church. But you got to realize your employer is not the only one watching. And it says here, I love this, verse 5, verse 24, Colossians chapter 3, verse 24, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. For you serve the Lord Christ. But he who does wrong will be repaid for what he has done, and there is no partiality. And so God's not going to be partial. He's just saying, if this is what you're supposed to do, then you got to do it. As long as it's not a violation of, of my principles and my, my standard and, and my moral, uh, you know, requirements biblically, you got to do it. And our job is to make sure that we're doing the best we can. And God will turn around and promote you, even in some cases where people don't think that you should be promoted. Can I have an amen? Go to Colossians chapter 4, verse 1. Look at this. It says, masters or employers... Give your bondservants what is just and fair, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. And so if we're business owners, that we have to make sure that we're giving people what is just and what is fair in the sight of God. If we're always going around and we're just being cheap with everybody and we don't want to pay people and we do things of this, what happens is then God looks and says, well, wait a minute. Now, I'm not going to bless you and your business if you're not willing to bless the people who, who I've sent to help you to build whatever it is you're supposed to be building. We have to think being just. And we have to think being fair. And the shame, that, the shame to all this, saints, is in the church, we talk about redemption. We talk about healing. We talk about justification. We talk about deliverance. We talk about how good God is. And we talk about how powerful God is. And we, and we talk about all these things that we should be talking about. But we need to do a little bit more talking about this. Because, to be honest with you, we spend more time at our jobs than we do at home. But then we don't know how to manage our job and to do things right on our job. And we're wondering, why isn't God blessing me? Well, we need to hear about this stuff too. The practicality of Christianity has to come to the forefront so that we know how to be in this world but not of the world and navigate in such a way that God blesses us in all things. Can I have an amen? We need to understand this. Go to 1 Timothy chapter 6. And so we want to be just and fair as, build, as uh, business owners. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. This is also good. It says here in verse 1, it says, Let as many bondservants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor, so that the name of God and his doctrine may not be blasphemed. And those who have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren, but rather serve them because those who are benefited are believers and beloved. He says, teach and exhort these things. I love Apostle Paul. He does it again. 
He addresses this area. Why is he addressing it over and over? Because he understands these people are they're in the marketplace or they're serving or they're there. Some of them are slaves and some of them are bond servants. And, and there's this dynamic that's going on in the world and with the people that he's serving. He says we're to call. He says, count our, our own employers worthy of of honor so that the name of God and his doctrine may not be blasphemed. And I love this because the teachings of the Lord and his name, they they rest upon us and they and his doctrine rest in us. And we do more bad in the marketplace, saints, than I think we really understand sometimes. God's name is blasphemed because of us. It happens. I'm not saying that it should happen, but it does happen. If we go to the job and we talk about how much we love Jesus, and then we 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 gossiping, causing division, talking bad about the, the, the manager and the and the CEO and, and whoever else, and we just love the Lord though. And we'll take our praise breaks and we'll have our I love Jesus sticker on our cubicle. And we got the cross there. And we talking about how good God is. And then with people, yeah, I don't like him. Mm -hmm. But praise the Lord. Let's pray for him. I mean, how can God's watching and the name of the Lord and his doctrine is being blasphemed if we don't hold people in honor. And it doesn't mean you worship people, obviously, but there's a level of honor that we ought to have for everybody. Everybody. There's a level of honor and respect that we have for everybody, especially on the job. People should see that, that you're an honorable person and you honor people. And that you're willing to, because of a person's position and just your love for humanity, to say, hey, listen, I'm going to, hey, hey, don't come over here talking bad about that guy. You, you handle that. No, Jesus is listening to me, man. I'm not getting fired because of you. Well, we, it's just uh, me and you talking. Well, I don't care. I mean, in the media now, you see, you see, <laughs> and I, I, I mean, I feel bad, but I mean, you see, Major companies getting busted over email dialogue. God will bring that thing to the light. It'll come out. Email dialogue, text messages, and, and people talking about other people and, and all this scandalous stuff. But we as Christians should not be named in that number. Amen? There's a level of honor that we should have as we operate within the marketplace. And then God turns around and he blesses us. And this is what I want to see happen with everybody under the sound of my voice. Look at verse 2. He says, and those who have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren, but rather serve them because th those who are benefited are believers and beloved. Teach and exhort these things. This word despise here means to think evil of a person. It doesn't even mean just to speak evil of a person. It means to think evil of a person. It means that if I have an employer that is a believer, that I shouldn't despise them. And I shouldn't take issue with God over them. Because ultimately, the people, the people of God are going to benefit from this person being a business owner. 
But what happens is people get in and because of jealousy and because of in, Lord, how come you blessing them? You're not blessing me. And I, I like their business and everything, but they could be doing better around here. And I, I think I think they're cool, but but you know what? I don't know why God blessed them. <laughs> I know I'm preaching. Yes, you are. <laughs> I know I'm preaching. I'm right down your alley. I'm throwing strikes up in here. <laughs> bah! I can feel it all over the room. Bah! I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm about to do the cabbage patch up in here. I'm just seeing it. And yeah, everybody. Y'all all right. The Holy Ghost is trying to help us all. Amen. I'm preaching this to myself. Can I have? Come on. Let's give it up for the Lord. But we don't hear this stuff enough, saints. We don't hear about, we talk about binding the devil and taking cities and nations and prophesying and, and we talk about it, but can you work on your job right? So we're going to deal with it, amen? And so if we have people that are believers that are over us, we should have a level of respect and honor and thank God for them and appreciate that God has placed that, place, that person in that position. We shouldn't despise them with our thoughts. And have a place of jealousy and envy. And if you have that place of jealousy and envy, hey, give it to Jesus. Repent. Come to the Lord. Say, Lord, get this out of my heart. I want to do what's right in your sight. And I want to respect those that you've blessed. And let me say this to you. And I want to say this to myself too. Saints, never forget. You don't know what God took somebody through to get them in that position. You don't know. Oftentimes, we just see Pearson on the mountaintop, but you don't know their journey. Can I have an amen, y'all? And so we want to respect that. And so let's go to the last scriptures, Titus chapter 2. And I wanted to end with this because I thought this was, this is perfect. Titus chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. And I'm believing if we've talked about advancing this year and God is advancing our church, that means he's advancing us. And I want to make sure that all of us are positioning ourselves so that, God, when you open the door, I'm ready to run through it. And I'll honor you as I go through it and honor the people you've called me to serve or to lead. Look at verse 9, Titus chapter 2, verse 9. It says, Apostle Paul, once again, he talked to Timothy. Now he's talking to Titus. And he says here, exhort bondservants. To be obedient to their own masters. He says it again. And he says to be well pleasing in all things. He says not answering back. My God. Wow. Come by here, Lord. Not answering back. See, y'all don't want to put a praise right there, do y'all? <laughs> the Word of God is the Word of God. I, this is why I love it. The practical aspect of what God says. Everybody wants to dwell in the clouds. But you got to walk on land in this thing. And so he says not answering back. And I think this is important that we get this within our spirit. 
and allow God to forge this because it's going to be a catalyst for promotion and for blessing because God is looking for this. If we always find ourselves answering back, talking back to our bosses, people that are leading us, that means that somewhere within our heart there is a character flaw that God has to deal with. Now, if if they want open dialogue and all this other stuff, then that's fine. But if we always have to have a comeback for what our boss is asking us to do, we have to stop and say, God, change my heart. Help me just to be obedient. Help me just to go forth and get my assignment done and to be blessed. People do not like taking orders. But if you're not the leader, then fall in line. But this is the problem. We do this. We do this because we start off as with our kids. And we don't teach our kids just to say, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. We don't teach our kids just to, hey, I, I said, this is what I said. Well, I think, I didn't ask you what you think. I said, you can't have that toy. You can't. Well, I think, well, if you, uh, you know what, uh, no, I didn't, I, no, no. I told you to clean up your room. Well, I, I was thinking that, uh, you know, I didn't ask you to think. I said, do. Can I preach this this morning? And none of you kids leave the room. Don't leave the room. <laughs> no, I just said this is what you're supposed to do. And what happens is we get into this buddy system. So kids grow up, and we become those kids that grew up. And in some cases did not know how to take instructions. And we, and, and we've, we, we let kids talk back and tell us what to do. And where, where, where we're supposed to go and how we're supposed to do things. And instead of realizing, no, wait a minute, I'm the leader. My, my wife pushed you out. Can I have an amen? And when you couldn't even change your diaper, what happens is that we, 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 we don't take our rightful place in the sight of God to lead. And so, and then teach our kids. And I thank God that I, by the grace of God and my wife's awesome parenting, you know, I don't have, we don't, we don't deal with this a lot unless, you know, somebody slips up for a minute. And we have to bring them back into alignment with the will of God. Amen. And I got four of them, so y'all know. But, but saints, what happens is people grow up, so now it's not mom and dad. Now it's, now it's the teachers, and it's the employers, and it's the boss, and, and I'll answer back to anybody. I don't care what anybody. And, and we, we created a monster. And so now, when they get fired from this job, everybody's wondering why. And why they got fired from this job, everybody's wondering why. And they can't never keep a job. And people can't keep a job. And you ask, why? What happened? Well, you know, they was hating over me over there. And I, no, you just did. You kept answering back. The Lord may need to give you the gift of silence. So you can keep a job. 
Not answering back. Saints, this is important. We got to teach our kids. We got to teach each other. We got to teach our spouses. We got to teach the world that if your employer is giving you an assignment, do it. Apostle Paul's trying to create something here that is going to bless generations and cause people to prosper. He says in verse 9b, he says, to be well-pleasing in all things, not answering back. He says, not pilfering. That word there means to embezzle or to steal. So if I'm working on my job, we have to make sure that we're not being thieves. Don't steal stuff. Christians don't steal stuff. And embezzle stuff. And, and they, they, they can't keep you. Or they got a camera on you all the time. And pilfer to steal. And you would be surprised this happens all the time. Thieves. But they love the Lord. And we got to make sure that we're not in that number. Amen. He says, not pilfering, but showing all good fidelity that they may adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior in all things. So now I just don't know God's teachings. I'm wearing God's teachings. I'm adorning the doctrine that when I come into the job, that there's something different about me. And it's not just in what I'm saying, but my actions prove my allegiance to Christ. As my kids are growing up in the school and the teacher asks them to do this or, 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 or they, they've, they've got to do this, that there's no answering back. They're adorning the doctrine of God. As a business owner, that, that the same way I'm not stealing from the corporation to pad my pockets and to, 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 to get my boat. That I'm adorning the doctrine of God. That it's not something that's just in me, it's something that's upon me. And for all of us as saints, we have to realize that when it go, comes down to it, that is a part of kingdom business. That the Lord Jesus Christ is saying, I'm going to put you in a, in a position where I'm going to give you this job. I'm going to give you a raise. I'm going to put you right next to this person. And you're here and you're going to advance my kingdom and I'm going to bless you. But how do we respond? And have we taken the Bible and said, God, Lord, I just don't want to know about salvation and redemption. I want to know how to, how to, how to raise my kids. How to work on my job. How to live holy. How to do righteous things in the sight of God. How to position myself for promotion. How to cast out devils. How to heal the sick. How to prophesy. How to do all those things. I want to be whole. Lord, I want you to be able to entrust me with a business. That I might be a blessing to other people that are Christians. That I can employ them. I want you, God, I want you to bless me financially so that, yes, I can be blessed and get the things that I like and different things like that, but that I can sow into the kingdom to advance the kingdom of God. Now, Lord, I want to be made whole, but what happens in the church, we sit back and, and, and we talk about how good God is and we know how great God is and we just love the Lord. But, Lord, as I'm loving you, teach me how to do things your way even when it comes to my job. 
that I don't answer back, that I can be quiet and say, God, you know, I may not agree with everything, but praise the Lord, I'm here, and thank you for blessing me with this job and these people. And you're listening to Pastor Napoleon Kaufman here today on Times of Refreshing. Our desire is to see you grow in Christ through the daily ministry of God's Word. And as you take time to spend with us studying God's Word, we trust you are being encouraged in Christ. Questions, comments, prayer requests, as always, we love hearing from you. It means a great deal to us knowing that these programs are having their desired effect on your life, spurring you on in Christ love and good deeds. You can reach out to us by phone, 925-292-7800, 925-292-7800, or write to us. Times of Refreshing, 2333 Nissan Drive, Livermore, California. The zip code is 94551. You're also welcome to visit our website, thewellchurch.net. It's a great place to visit if you would like information regarding who we are, where we meet, what we're about. Past sermons are available online there, as well as our online store. And you can even get connected with us there. Again, thewellchurch.net. Now, normally at this time, I would invite you to join us for worship here at The Well, but at least until May 1st, because of the COVID-19, we're not available to do that at this time. What we are available to do is invite you to join us on either our church app, at our website, thewellchurch.net, or on our YouTube channel for our weekly message at 1030. Pastor Napoleon will share a message from the Lord just like he used to with his program, Hope of Glory. And remember to be faithful as well during this time of challenge with your giving. You can give online through our website, through the church app, or by mail to the church office. And we are praying and standing on His truths during this time and remembering that God is in control, and we're praying for you. Thank you for joining us today. Until next time, God bless. God bless.